Testing, testing, one, two, testing, testing, one, two. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Amanda, and we are back for the first episode of Thompson and Stuff for the year 2024. Now, I know y'all looking at your calendars. Y'all know the drill by now. (laughs) Where's she been at and all that stuff? And I thought you abandoned us. I didn't abandon y'all, I promise. I wasn't feeling well. I wasn't sick, like (laughs) sick. I was just a little overwhelmed with things that's been going on. I mean, everything's fine. Everybody's healthy. Um, Me, I'm getting back to what I, where I need to be. Um, I recently got new doctors. um, So I've been going to the doctor a lot, uh, making sure my diabetes is in check, making sure my liver is in check and all that stuff. So um, I want to start with the holidays though. Uh, Happy new year. I know I have a rule where I don't wish people happy new year after uh, King birthday, but haven't talked to you guys in a while. So happy new year. Um, happy new year in February. My birthday's in 17 days. So don't forget that. But my holidays were pretty good. Um, I spent time with my family. Uh, I brought in new years with my dad because, um, his birthday is on, uh, new year's, new year's day. Uh, he turned 69 years old and, spent a little time with him. And then, uh, my brother, he came into town with my sister-in-law and I got to hang out with him for a little bit, but it was back to the grind the day after. Um, it was really nice. Spent time with family, very much time needed with family. And, um, yeah. And that's when, uh, about a week later I got my fourth liver ultrasound. So, um, I know I, I got a lot of like well wishes and prayers and, you know, just thinking about yous and all that stuff. I am fine. I'm okay. Uh, liver still fat. Thank you, Hennessy. But uh, I have a, a little uh, cyst in my liver. It's when you have a cyst in your liver. It's honestly, it's not bad, but it's not a good thing. Um, so, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm working on it. I'm working on my health. I actually found out we just we have a, a smoothie maker here in my house and. Um, I'm more so making smoothies at home than going to like Smoothie King. I love Smoothie King. I love Tropical Cafe. I love Jamba Juice. But the amount of money I'm saving here making my own juices and smoothies at home is wicked. Wicked. So um, with the um, New Year's or whatever, I mean, January was a pretty hectic schedule for me. I, 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 I wrote a book. Let me stop randomly. Congratulate me. Uh, I wrote a book. So, um, but I wasted time. I I wasted some time because, um, I was trying to write it in another notebook because you guys know how I am when I write books, but I'm starting to learn not to waste money and my resources on notebooks because I'm looking around my room and I have a lot of notebooks for no reason. Um, well, for a good reason, actually. Um, save money. I'm, I'm creating other characters. I'm making new stories. Um, I bought a new, uh, get down book. And what that means is, um, if my girlies out there or my guys out there who like to shop at Marshall's and you look through like the little stationary section, they have like the little planners and notebooks and stuff. And what I like to do is I like to, um, grab the the sketchbooks because they're nice big notebooks. I love big notebooks because I feel like um I can like really express myself on those white pages without the lines. So uh they're about like maybe $3.99 to like $8.99. You could get them. You could just write out what you want. Um also if you go to places like Ross or Dee's or something, they also have like the big notebooks with the black lines. I like those too. I do have some laying around so I'm probably going to put a book in one of those as well, but I use those just to map out everything I want to do. I have a lot more projects coming up. So if you guys are still sitting, wondering what I'm doing for retirement, don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. I'm still going to write my books. I'm still going to do my podcast when I can still going to do the YouTube channel too. Uh, I actually have a lot of videos to do. I'm so behind. I've watched so much stuff. And then, um, after I'm done with content for tonight, I'm actually going to finish, um, 
curb your enthusiasm because uh, the final season actually starts tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. Um, I don't, I don't want to do like a, a, a prediction video like I did for the shy because, you know, curb your enthusiasm. It has more of a random plot for each episode. So I won't do that, but I just, I can't wait to finish that show. And then I got to finish ballers and all that stuff. So I can't wait and I can't wait to get into this episode and we're going to talk about some stuff and we're going to catch up and do all this good stuff. So thank y'all again for tuning in. Um, thank y'all for all your support. If it's either YouTube or uh, social media or here on the podcast. And I can't wait to make more uh, content for you guys to enjoy, to think, to have discussions and all that stuff. So let's get into the podcast, shall we? So I want to start with sending a huge congratulations to Nelly and Ashanti. Now, not only did Nelly and Ashanti spin the block, fall back in love, get back together, because y'all know they were together the first time around for like 10 years. They, air quote, announced that they are pregnant. Um, And I know she's pregnant because, you know, I watched those videos on Instagram and she's dancing and she's doing all these shows out in New Zealand somewhere. And, and she has like the big old baggy jersey. And we all know when a woman wears baggy clothes, we all know what it means. And now when she dances and sometimes the baggy clothes presses against her stomach, she's definitely pregnant. And I am so happy for them. Um, they're a beautiful couple. I liked seeing them together. They took some great pictures and stuff. And, you know, and I think that they they live their relationship out more, if I word that right. They're not as private as they used to be when the first go around. But then again, now that I think about it, it's like they have they don't have to be, but they can be because of social media. I mean, the people in the shade room are detectives when it comes to social media. Okay, so they're you know they're more out, they're more open about their PDA and all that stuff. And I just know because Nelly is fine and Ashanti is beautiful. That child is going to be an amazing beautiful kid i just want to know where where that child will be raised will, it, will they be raised in new york or will they be raised in st louis it'll be really cool if they if if that child was raised in the midwest i think you know i'm not saying that they're the ashanti and nelly are like big headed or anything but it's, it's just always cool to sit back and kind of reflect on a midwest upbringing like my midwest upbringing was pretty cool and it would be you know and i think that they would have more privacy if that child um was raised in the midwest i can't wait for that baby to come i know it's just gonna be so cute and i think everything about nelly and ashanti is just so cute and i think it's just 2009 all over again all we need is ed hardy and juicy couture suits and we'll have a good old time. So congratulations, Nelly and Ashanti. I know that baby's going to be so beautiful and so awesome and probably talented, probably going to be a rapper, probably going to be a singer, but I know they're probably going to push for doctor and lawyer. But either way, congratulations to the beautiful couple. Now, um, is there anybody out there in my followers that watches uh, Married to Medicine? I used to watch Married to Medicine. Married to Medicine came out when I was in high school. Probably I just got out of high school. Probably just finished my first year of college. So around that time. And I liked Married to Medicine. I, I liked the the idea of it. You know, uh, you put uh, these black doctors on reality TV to show probably the younger generation or young black girls that, you know, we can be doctors too and everything. I loved it. And I loved the show. I loved how, uh, they lived, um, they showed their upscale lives. Like, um, I followed Dr. Heavenly on YouTube and she showed off how she has like 40 acres and a beautiful big old house and all that stuff. I like that image to show educated black women on TV. Now, I don't know. I've, I feel like I've never missed an episode of Married to Medicine since it first came out. But this season, to me, it's just not it, okay? So, first, first technical file with me. 
So we all know that Quad Webb was married to Dr. G and they got a divorce, right? So Dr. G met his new wife, Letitia, who is also known as Sweet Tea. Why in the world? And it, I, and to me, it does not matter if it's for TV ratings or not. Why in the world would you have an ex-wife show up to the new wife's, um, what is it called? Uh bachelorette party it does again it does not matter if it's for tv if it's a work obligation just the sense of it it's just for ratings that's just weird and trifling like i i just don't i don't understand second technical file dr heavenly she spoke ill on uh leticia's relationship or marriage with to dr g i one of my biggest pet peeves is women talking ill about other people's relationships if there's an if in this this is what i believe in if there is no like major if there's no like major flaws basically Basically, Dr. Heavenly was speaking ill on Letitia's relationship because she's an, a younger woman. Dr. G is an older man. Y'all know how I am about that because I've been in relationships, age gap relationships. Again, my belief, uh, they should be executed well after the age of 25 for the younger woman or younger man. Of course, let's be equal here. But I didn't like that either. Now, what was the third strike you're out? So on Married to Medicine, there is a doctor on here, Dr. Jackie Wal- Jacqueline Walters, right? Um, she is an ob I think she's an ob for the celebrities in Atlanta. Um, I know she delivered um, DeBrat's baby and all that stuff. I was watching... Um, this past week's episode and you know I, I just didn't approve of this i'm not trying to destroy jackie's character or anything but it's just i just didn't like it maybe it was because of editing i didn't like the fact that this woman was on tv and they were in her office and the patient the patient wasn't even fat like she was beautiful she was a little thicker but she wasn't fat. And I understand, you know, yeah, heart disease, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, you got to watch your weight, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at this patient, she's not, to me, she's not fat. But Dr. Jackie just kind of talked to her and basically said, you know, you're fat. And I just, listen, I'm not a skinny girl either. I'm probably built like that patient too. And I've never had a doctor just straight out tell me I'm fat. I, I, I do not support Dr. Jackie in any way after that. And also, um, we got to also remember that Dr. Jackie, she was having backlash because women were coming forward stating that they had complications from being Dr. Jackie's patient. Um, so I think that my support for Dr. Jackie kind of wrapped up there too. And um, to me, I'm starting to not like Married to Medicine anymore. Um, I don't like the image, uh, the fighting, the cattiness, the weirdness. Um, so I think I think Married to Medicine needs a Real Housewives of Atlanta. I think they're going to get a shakeup too. And according to Kenya Moore, she did an interview with... Um, some radio station, I think the radio station Big Tigger works for, um, they're going to do like a cast shake But I think that we, we need a new cast because they've been on the show for 10 years. I think every reality show, now that I think about it, every reality show should have a cast shakeup after 10 years. Because after 10 years, what else is there to see? You know, oh, something scandalous broke out. And, you know, we want to see it on the show. Sometimes scandalous things break out, but we also don't want to see that on the show. They might want to handle that in private this time. So I think they should have like a shake. And I think they should also let Phaedra go because I think Phaedra was also involved in bringing Quad to Sweet Tea's bachelorette party. 
I don't care, again, if it's uh, production, uh, contract, whatever. This shit is still weird. So, And it's it's weird seeing her on there and she's not even married to medicine. Her boyfriend was like medicine or something. She needs to be on Housewives. She was a housewife. I guess the new rule of Housewives was you got to be divorced. Of course, she's divorced. She was married to her husband. Um, I forgot his name. Apollo. So... But I don't think she can go back to Housewives either because what she did to Candy. But yeah, uh, Married to Medicine is getting weird. Like, I I, I feel like I'm not going to watch it next season. I think this is going to be my last season watching it. So I'm sorry that that happened. But yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Um, I want, I, you know, as I always do, and I hate doing this, um, rest in pieces uh rest in pieces to three four people actually um today um about today or yesterday i, I forgot carl weathers passed away um if you guys don't know who carl weathers is he um played apollo creed i think yeah apollo creed and he was in some other movies but he's mostly known for apollo creed um he passed away in his sleep um he was 76 years old so rest in peace to mr weathers um bobby jean carter um if you guys don't know who that is um that's aaron nick angel uh aaron nick leslie and angel's sister um she passed away i think of drugs in florida so they they buried her a long time ago she passed away probably early december i just didn't get a chance to express that but y'all know what's also sad like i think it's only like three remaining members of the immediate carter family because aaron's gone leslie's gone bobby jean is gone uh their father bob passed away like 10 years ago so it's just uh jane uh nick and angel and it's just sad i just hope nothing else happens to that family like i hope they all stick together too and then um they got aaron's little baby i think the baby has a relationship with angel i've seen pictures of them together so i hope that family do um stay together and hold hold each other up in this hard time so rest in peace bobby jean um ryan o'neill passed away uh, if you guys don't know who that is, he was like the longtime boyfriend of Farrah Fawcett. They had like a son together. Um, he was a little trouble, but I think he got his life together. Um, he was the father who was running for Congress or office in Malibu's Most Wanted. If you guys never seen that movie, came out in like 2004. Like I was a kid and I loved that movie. I, I think I should watch that movie later in his honor. Um, but rest in peace, Mr. O'Neill. And lastly, um, this one kind of cut me to the core. Um, you guys know as a writer, I look up to this man. Um, he's been doing the thing for like 70 plus years, maybe 80 years, 90 years or so. Um, rest in peace to Norman Lear. He is the creator of um, Good Times, um, Family, Maud, all that stuff. And he passed away in his home at 101. So he was a, what's the word? Centennial? 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 Centennial heir or something. He was a centennial light. I think that's the word. Centennial light. So he made it to 101. And it's crazy because they were redoing like, um, all in the family and good times, you know, like how ABC redo shows for one night and they get all these celebrities. Like Jamie Foxx was George Jefferson and he was there. Like Norman Lear was there to see all of it come to life. So I thought that was really, really, really awesome to see. So rest in peace to those individuals. Um, may their families be granted peace and serenity in time of grief um but moving on Deion sanders and tracy edmonds split and i'm kind of bummed about that because every time i see them they look like a good looking couple like but they were together for 12 years and you know she had an engagement ring and uh you know he i knew i knew he loved her the way he spoke about her on social media, like that goes to show like that he cared about her. Um, and then after, you know, they split, it was a lot of arguments on the internet. Like if you were together for 12 years, you ain't getting no ring, but she did get a ring or you didn't get married. You should live and blah, 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 blah. My question is to people, 
whatever happens to whatever works for your relationship why are y'all letting people on the internet say well he, he don't give you a ring in two years he don't love you you should leave so you should leave a relationship there's nothing wrong with it <laughs> because he won't give you something that he or you may not be ready for now i understand what if something happened and you know if you're just a girlfriend you don't get rights and all that stuff i'm not saying like he's gonna you know or that person or the partner is gonna something's gonna happen but like whatever happened to moving at relationships at your own pace whatever happened to uh privately realizing you know um that you know things don't work out but no it's it's, it's this new age of the internet judging and picking and deciding what's what and what's you know who's what and all this stuff um and unfortunately um tracy emmons was kind of a a a victim of that you know people were in our comments saying why did he leave and blah 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 and i'm just like you know maybe they realize that they're better off as friends maybe um you gotta understand prime was married twice before and then tracy was married one and a half times and in a half i mean she married um eddie murphy in a different country but it wasn't legally recognized in america and I guess, you know, my theory about that, and I don't want to speak on because I wasn't there, but I remember when it happened. Maybe they just wanted to have a fancy ceremony and they didn't want it legal. And they Maybe they didn't want it. How's that? Maybe you didn't want it. Maybe it wasn't like a, a error or clerical, whatever. They just probably just wanted a nice ceremony and just go home. And, you know, they don't, they didn't have to deal with divorce when they split up and all that stuff. So yeah but they they did split up they were a nice looking couple like i watched them um on youtube uh because his son uh deon sanders jr you know he, uh well off media if you guys watch that if you're a colorado boulders fan i'm a new colorado boulders fan by the way so i do watch that and she was so beautiful and she loved being around the family so i'm just glad that you know there wasn't no drama between them but everybody else on the outside kind of created that drama for them and i hated that I hated that for them, but it's social media. Um, what can, what can you do? Um, so I know this kind of sounds like I'm rushing, but, um, I am going to do like two big blocks of, uh, topics and then that's the end of the episode. So if I'm rushing, y'all let me know. Um, but I will take my time because if I have an opinion, y'all know I share it. Um, moving on. Funky Dineva. So, Funky Dineva, if you guys don't know who Funky Dineva is, um, he's a YouTuber who is hilarious. I love watching Funky Dineva. Um, so he was on a show. I think I mentioned this show on, on, on here, uh, TGIF. It comes on Fox Soul. Um, Fox Soul is not like a typical cable channel or a TV channel. It's on YouTube. And he was on a show with Al Reynolds, Claudia Jordan, and himself. Um... And TGIF was a really, really good show. Really funny show. Really insightful show. Um, Probably around a couple days after Christmas. No, maybe around Christmas or New Year's. Funky Dineva gets on the um, internet. You know, as if you guys follow Funky, he makes videos about, you know, different news topics, what's going on in his life and all that stuff. So he made a, a video. He was on, he was on vacation and he made a video stating that, you know, he's not going to be on uh, Fox Soul anymore, um, which later was revealed that it was a pay thing. Like it was no drama. It was strictly a pay thing. And um, all that stuff, you know, I understand you leave a job and it could be what you love. But it, the, if the money's not right, you got to go. And I've had to learn that the hard way myself. So he left. Um, but then it was calm for a day or two. And then all of a sudden I just turned around and ruckus broke out. Uh, funky Nineveh had beef with Claudia Jordan and all that stuff. And it was later revealed that, um, funky Nineveh had a little tiffed with Miss Jordan. Um, but I'm not going to dwell on that because that's negativity and I don't want to bring that to funky, but Funky Danieva basically moved on and now he's doing so well. What he does on YouTube now is this thing called church, um, where he 
pretends that, you know, other viewers, us, the viewers are his congregation. And, you know, he does the same thing on, uh, that he did on TGIF, but it's more of his flair. You know what I mean? He talks about the topics he want to talk about at the length that he wants to talk at, at the length he wants to talk, even though on YouTube, you get like an hour of live time. It's still funny. It's still insightful. It's still kind of relatable. And I'm glad that everything is looking up for him. My thing is that he didn't have to say how much he was getting paid on TGIF. That I think it, money to me has always been a blessing and a curse. And I just hope that what he's doing now with YouTube is kind of a more comfort to him than to being confined. Because I think what he said was uh, the execs told him that since you'll be working five days a week, because you guys got to remember when TGIF first started, it was uh, two days a week or so, but they started going five. So once they started going five, they were paid less. So I understand um, so I hope, and I think with the church thing that he does on YouTube, it's only four days a week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he doesn't do Fridays or weekends. So that's good too. Um, so I'm glad for Funky. I, I hope he keeps going. He hasn't had a service air quotes for two days and makes me sad, but uh, he hasn't been feeling good. So I hope he feels better about that. Um, the Kim Kardashian game is shutting down take me back to college. I never spent like, there were people who legitimately spent money on this game, like, like to get extra coins and stuff. I never did. Um, it was a fun game, but with me and video games, I play them for like a day or so. And I kind of get bored and I put it down and I kind of forget to pick it back up, but it was, it was a cute game. It basically modeled after Kim Kardashian's life. I remember when I first started, when it first came out, um, you start off with, uh, a apartment, like this shitty apartment and you work this job and then you work your way up to fame and you work your way up to a car and all that stuff. You work your way up to meeting Kris Jenner. I think that's how far I got in the game. And then I, I started getting busy with other stuff. So, um, I put it down, but yeah, it, it was basically a model after her life. And, I think now with Kim Skims being like this big brand and being like the official underwear for the NBA, uh, I don't know if she's still going to law school and she's acting now. I don't think that she has time to focus on that game because it's a lot to go into a video game. It's a lot. Like, for example, Grand Theft Auto 6, which we're going to touch on in, in a minute, but it's a lot. And I think she just doesn't have the time. And I, I don't, I don't know if people still play video games on their phones. I mean, of course, Candy Crush, because Candy Crush is like a time passer game, but I don't know, like a Kim Kardashian game, you know, but I, I'm kind of sad to see it go. It's kind of nostalgic, but you know, on to better things for Kim, I guess. Um, the Dodge Jeep brand uh Stellanetis or something I forgot how to say it and I've been in the car industry for years um they're not going to be at the auto show this year um I never really read why I just heard that they're not going to be there and I honestly think it's because you know they're not going to have certain models anymore like if you guys remember um the scat pack and hellcats those are kind of over and done with like those were very popular but they're done with. And I don't think since they're done with those, it, there's nothing to really put in the auto show. I mean, of course, like Wrangler and all that stuff. Yeah. But you can only, oh, I don't want to say that, but yeah, like mostly Hellcats and Scat Packs are not going to be there. And I, I, they just need a time to regroup, come up with this new car. Like just this one car, like they did with Hellcats and Scat Packs. How did, I want them to model a meeting to come up with a better car. And did y'all know like Hellcats and Scat Packs are like $100,000. They're gas guzzlers. They're not eco-friendly. Like, I think they should take that into consideration. Make something that's not a gas guzzler, something eco-friendly. Like they did with uh, Wrangler. They made Wranglers electric now. So maybe they should turn around and make like Scat Packs electric. But then every dude in the hood will have one. But where would they plug it up at? Which is crazy because I kind of live in the hood, but like, at the mall that nobody goes to, there's like Tesla chargers. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? So yeah, they're not in the auto show. I'm not, I never go to the auto show because that's not my, 
um that's not my my place to go i guess i i, I just i see the cars and stuff in like in literature given to me um during the week so it's like what's the point of me going i'm gonna see this later so yeah that's not gonna be in the show and oh i want to close this section out um well two things one keep your kids out of sephora <laughs> um they're 13 years old they should not be dealing with retinol um and you're 13 years old, you naturally have to have acne. It's a rite of passage to be a teenager. You have to have acne. Uh, but then when I was a teenager and I had acne, which again, I was 13, 14, 15, 16, my acne didn't start clearing up till I was like 17, 18. Just use oatmeal soap. I think it's much gentler than retinol on the face, okay? And um, the Cat Williams interview, uh, how should I just simply say this? I think everybody else said what I was, what we were all thinking. Cat Williams came on the Shannon Sharp show and set everything ablaze. But do y'all think it ends right there? Oh, no. Of course we have uh, the Cat Williams interview on the internet and surfacing everywhere. But Shannon Sharp, no, not Shannon. I think she did it herself. Monique is going to be on the Shannon Sharp show probably sometime next week. And Monique has been in the com comedy business for 35 years, probably. And she probably knows some stuff more than Cat Williams. Y'all gotta understand, she was also on Comic View, and she had her own show and all that stuff. So I think Monique is going to come on the Shannon Sharp show and set a bigger ablaze. And I cannot wait to see how that goes. Because I, you know what I think is going to happen? I mean, in a classy way, because Monique is really a classy woman. She's going to shut down Oprah. I'm not an Oprah fan, and y'all can argue with me about that. I, I, I'm not a fan of Oprah. And I just think that she's just going to shut Oprah down like that. And, you know, not, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened, of how foul Oprah did Monique. So we'll see, though. Um, it should be out next week. Probably do, like, quadruple numbers than um cat williams did so we'll see we'll see how that goes so did anybody catch the grand theft auto 6 trailer now, i told y'all before i'm gonna talk about this and we have grand theft auto 6 we have a trailer and it's been 11 years since grand theft auto 5 came out so if you guys remember when grand theft auto 5 came out it was modeled after la Los Santos, uh, Grand Theft Auto, Vice, uh, no, not Vice City, San Andreas, right? So now we have Grand Theft Auto 6, so we're back in Vice City, okay? Uh, Vice City is based off of Miami, so if you guys remember Tommy Versetti and all, all that jazz and the club and all that. So I saw the, um, the trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6. I like the fact that it's in uh, Vice City. Miami's a beautiful city. I've never been, but I've seen photos. So they beautifully modeled Vice City, modern Miami after they modern. Well, how should I say this? They modernized Vice City to look like Miami, but they did a really good job down to the detail. All right. So what I mean by that is they got florida boys in the game like real dreaded uh well locked up big floppy locked up gold teeth florida boys in there and they got uh the palm trees and the craziness and all that good stuff so i need to hurry up and find the supported game system because i really want to play this and i also heard like it was going to be the $100 or $150 to play it. Like, I don't know what $150 to have the physical disc or like $150 to download it. Because I never heard no shit like that. Well, no. I mean, when you're in college, you got to pay like $150 for the book. And then you got to pay like $150 extra for like the uh, technology. Like when I was in college, I had uh, biology and I, I rented my book, but I had to pay a hundred and fifty a hundred dollars maybe 99.99 it was back in the day before inflation and i had to have a certain program because my homework and stuff 
had to be accessed through this $100 program. So will it be like that? I don't know, but um, I think everybody will have to like update their internet speeds and all that stuff if it's if it's going to be like that. But I really, really want to play it. Um, I, I think DJ Pooh is involved in this. I'm not sure. Um, but what's crazy is Women Power, hello, one of the main characters is going to be a woman. Isn't that great? I don't know. I think the woman talks too. Uh, or the, I'm not sure because like I remember uh, Nico Bellic, he didn't really say a lot. So I don't remember if she's going to say a lot or she's going to be talkative. But either way, it's still going to be a woman main character. And I think they did that to bring more women players. I mean, yeah, women play video games too. Like, no big deal. So I think that that's awesome too. I hope it's a great story uh, behind it. I hope there's like romance in there. Little My little romantic heart. <laughs> yeah, but I, I can't wait for this to come out. It's supposed to come out, I think in 2025, 2026. So it's going to be crazy. Like, I don't even know, like back in the day when five came out, I remember like people waiting in line to get it, the physical disc. Um, I don't know if they're going to do that in 2025, 2026. It's probably going to be like people staying up by their PlayStation and Xboxes. They're waiting for the download. So I can't wait. I, I really cannot wait. Um, and I'm not even a gamer. Like I had an Xbox 360 and I kind of abandoned all my video games. I was playing, um, I was playing, uh, San Andreas. I probably am like 20% in the game, but I just have to find time to sit and play. And I also abandoned um, Watch Dogs. So it was a fun game. I like playing. It's just, I got to find time to play video games these days. So can't wait for that. Um, Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. Now I know this is hip hop. This is what it is. This is all that. But I'm speaking from a heart of, I, I love hip hop. And this is like my least favorite part about hip hop. And I know, and I'm not trying to sound naive. This has been going on in hip hop for years. Like back in the day when Tupac dissed uh, Prodigy, may they both rest in peace, about his sickle cell. I, it's been going on. But for me, and when I'm getting older, I just look and I realize that this is kind of a form of bullying, in my opinion. Um, because is I... Well, let's go back to when um, Tupac talked bad about Prodigy back in like 1996 or something. All right. So was police involved and all that yada, yada, rah, rah stuff? No, not, not a group of delusional fan groups. And, and no offense to anyone who's a Nicki Minaj fan, but don't act like that. But it's just like those people who act like that in that fan group, it gives a name, a bad name to normal people. Who are not like that? Who are a fan of Nicki Minaj? And, and that really sucks for them. But I've never heard of a fan group going to looking for someone's deceased mother's grave and going to go destroy it. I've never, I've never heard of that. I've, I think that that part of the fan group Nicki Minaj has, that's 21 and under. I think that's 21 and under because 24. Forward over, no better to not go mess with someone's mother's grave. I've never heard of no stuff like that. And then Nicki Minaj is like kind of making this taunting sound about Megan's Law and all that. I, I mean, I know Megan's Law doesn't have nothing to do with Megan Thee Stallion, but still, it's an obvious diss towards Megan. And I, I just don't like it. I never was a Nicki Minaj fan or a Megan Thee Stallion fan. Um, they're beautiful women, both pretty women. Just their music is not my cup of tea. So that's why I kind of look at this as like, holy fuck, this is bullying. Like, I don't like it. I'm I'm, I'm 20, I'm almost 29 years old. I'll be 29 in two weeks. And I'm just looking at, at it from this distance and I, I hate it. Um, I was listening to someone, I think it was the Joe Budden podcast. I think it was like, not today's episode, not Wednesday, I think it was last week's episode, that um, Nicki Minaj didn't like the fact that Megan Thee Stallion has a friendship or some sort of working relationship with Cardi B. And you guys know Nicki and Cardi kind of don't mesh well. And I just think that that's silly. I think that that's childish in high school. Um 
So then all of this bit mess over this is just a headache and childish. And I don't like it. Um, Nicki Minaj is like, what, 40? And Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion is five days older than me. Her birthday is uh, February 15th. So yeah, she's close in age to me. And it's just a form of older woman, younger woman bullying. And I don't like it. That's my opinion on it. Um, what do I think about the song? I don't think about the song unless she was dissing her and that those parts, but I don't. The, this art, These artists are not my cup of tea, but I just, I think it's bullying. That's, that's just my opinion. Um, Wu-Tang and Jodeci are getting Vegas residencies and I love it. I love it. Thank you, Sammy Davis Jr., who started it. Thank you, Tony Braxton. Thank you, Usher, and thank you, thank y'all for opening the door for more 90s groups to have, um, more Black groups as well, to have uh, Vegas residencies, and I just know, like, a lot of old heads are gonna be flying to Vegas from wherever they're from to go see Wu-Tang and Jodeci. Um, I've already seen Jodeci in concert, uh, two years ago, in 2022, so I may or may not want to go see them again, um, in Vegas. I've never been to Vegas either. I want to go. So, but I do really want to see Wu-Tang. I've always been wanting to go to a Wu-Tang concert, which is crazy because the last time they were in town, my mom knew and I didn't, and she tried to tell me and I didn't, I don't know why I, di- I didn't want to go. <laughs> I didn't want to go for some, I, I guess I didn't, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I would love to see them in Vegas with the old heads. It'll be really cool. Shout out to Jess Hilarious. She got the third chair in um, The Breakfast Club. So she re- she's replacing Angela Yee. Um, they made a big fuss. Like, uh, Jess Hilarious was not picked to be the third seater. I think that was a bad rollout. Just say she's the, the new replacement. Or and I don't want to say it like that, but she's the new co-host. And, you know, celebrate it, bask in it, all that stuff. So... Um, we don't have to do all that extra stuff, honestly. Like that that's just not necessary. Congratulations to her. She has a, a radio voice and she's been there. Like I know that they've been having guests, uh like guest co hosts, Claudia Jordan, all that stuff, uh, you know. But yeah, I think Just Larry's would be more of a perfect match because she's always there. And like when I I used to listen to Brilliant Brilliant Idiots, she would be there with Charlemagne. Like I think she was probably recording her stuff too and I think it's meant to be, honestly. It's meant to be. So congratulations to her. She's a good interviewer, too. I've seen some of her interviews. So I can't wait to see how uh, that will go for her. Um, y'all want to know something funny? Moving on from Jess Larry's. So y'all remember I did the video that um, I read Britney Spears' book, right? And in the book, Britney mentions that she was with Justin Timberlake and they ran into Genuine somewhere in New York. And Justin Timberlake was like, Foshes, Foshes, Genuine, yeah, homie, all that stuff, right? I, I'm paraphrasing. Like, I don't remember. I have the book on my tablet. Maybe I'll go back and look. But all these years later, like 20-something years later, um, Genuine said he don't remember that. <laughs> and I understand, like, Genuine, he's older. He's, like, in his 50s. So people start forgetting stuff. So... Um, I don't know if that would be a diss towards Britney or towards Justin Timberlake, but it was just funny that he came forward and said, I don't remember that. And y'all want to know what else is crazy? So last night I was up all night as usual, flipping through YouTube, trying to find something to watch. Um, I found a HBO concert of NSYNC. Mm Mm-hmm. I watched the whole concert. I've never, I my first concert wasn't until I was 27 years old. So I never went to go see NSYNC <laughs> in concert. And I I almost had a concert opportunity when I was young because my auntie wanted to go get my cousin some tickets to go see Lil Romeo. And my auntie wanted me to, invited me and my cousin changed her mind. She didn't want to go because I was going. That was kind of painful. But trust me, it's Lil Romeo. I can't even name one Lil Romeo song. So I don't I I didn't lose sleep over that, trust me. But yeah, like I looked at how the girls dressed and all that stuff. And I look at some of the girls on there, they're probably like in their forties, maybe 
late 30s or something they was dressing kind of fast on there i ain't gonna lie like i wouldn't let my daughter go to no concert no nappy headed little boy dressed like that they had on spaghetti straps they were kind of pushed up and all that stuff and i'm just like what the hell is going on here um so yeah (laughs) that was that was kind of cool to watch though like how far the world has come the concert was like from 2000 so i think yeah 2000 and they it was at medicine square garden it was a really cool thing to watch and i'm glad they had the whole concert on on uh, youtube hmm do i still want nsync to do a, a reunion concert absolutely but they need to perform the whole no strings attached album that's my favorite nsync album no strings attached because you could tell on there i mean of course on uh pop the other the last one you could tell they kind of work but they really worked with some black producers on no strings attached so that's why that's my favorite uh, they covered Just Got Paid by Johnny Kemp and then uh, Makes Me Ill, I know, was kind of written by Candy Burris. So I bet y'all didn't know that. I'm a music nerd. Ha. But yeah, so moving on from that, um, Anne-Marie Wiley, uh, if you guys don't know who she is, and y- y'all don't watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she is the new housewife. And she's really a beautiful woman. And what happened was someone drew her, a picture of her in like a demeaning light. Like they grew, they drew her with big arms and it just looked like a racist photo. I don't know how to really describe it without sounding like dead ass wrong, but it was a dead ass wrong photo that someone put out there. And I just, it just made me angry because she's a beautiful woman. She's educated. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's wife to Marcellus Wiley, I think who used to play in the NFL and whoever drew that picture is a low life and a loser. And Anne Marie, she is beautiful. I love watching her on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Also, I'm very glad that they're starting to uh, make Beverly Hills Housewives diverse um, because when the show first started, it was mostly white women. But now we have Asian, we have uh, Haitian, we have uh, African-American, all that stuff. So I love that. And I just, I think that that's like kind of the back, the, the, I guess the bad side of that and some of the viewers who live in Trump's mind rent-free or whatever. But it's still wrong and I feel bad for her because she's, again, a beautiful woman. And whoever did that, I hope all your toenails fall off because that's evil. Um, Congratulations to Garrett Morris. So Uncle Junior, Stan from Martin, that's what my generation knows him as. Um, he did finally get his star on the walk of fame he's like 82 years old or something so i don't know why he just got it in his 80s he should have had it like after the jamie fox show to be honest because he's such such a legend he's known to different generations like my grandmother's generation might know who garrett morris is my mom's generation might know who garrett garrett morris is i know who garrett morris because i grew up watching martin the jamie fox show and all that stuff so congratulations to him he looked great at the ceremony i know um tashina arnold was there carl anthony payne was there by his side as he got the star so congratulations to him um i know this is kind of old these two are old but I want to kind of touch on him because it kind of irked my spirit and it, it's been irking me and I wanted to talk about it. Um, first, I want to talk about Krishan versus Tony Braxton and how y'all talk about Krishan's baby. Um, y'all are wrong. Uh, whatever happens to not uh, women and children, no, mothers, elders, and children are off limits. Whatever happened to that in this generation? Um, but... I understand if you guys are concerned because she may have uh, had some missteps in her pregnancy. I don't know how else to word it. Sometimes say missteps and the baby has, um, was it fetal uh, alcohol poisoning or something? Yeah, but it it's still a, an innocent child though. Like, dang, y'all didn't, Y'all don't have to go so hard. Um, most important, well, not most importantly, but 
Also, stop attacking Tony Braxton because y'all forget she has lupus. And I know people with lupus and like if they catch a cold or something, it's like it's terrible to them. So Krishan probably we don't know where her hands have been. And when she tried to reach out to touch Tony's hand in the prayer circle at Tamar's show, Tony was protecting herself. You know, I don't think y'all kind of understand that, but that's what I took it as when I saw the video. She was protecting herself for her health. And also, Tony Braxton has a lot of health issues. COVID is still out there. Come on now. She was protecting herself. Um, so leave her, um, leave her baby alone. Like, what? Why are we talking about people's kids? I don't understand. Like, I know she's a public figure, but just stop talking about people's kids. Like, oh my god. And um, lastly, this. Well, y'all know Diddy went like real quiet, right? <laughs> he stepped down from the revolt, so. It's not looking good for Diddy. I just want to add that in there. I don't want to touch on Diddy anymore because we haven't heard from him in like forever. Um, but I didn't like how uh, if Summer Walker is pregnant by Meech. I don't. I never heard any confirmation about it. But I just didn't like how it was leaked like that. Like there was a guy who had a camera on Meech, and Meech was saying, "My girl is pregnant." Yada yada yada, and it's, it was leaked. I think that was kind of a private moment. And why is that leaked? I don't understand. Like, maybe he didn't want that news out. I don't know. Because he, he never really commented on it. But that bothered me. If if your, your girl is pregnant and, you know, it's not on any other source of media. But you're probably keeping that private and all of a sudden somebody leaks it. So, I hate that that happened if that was a problem with them. But, um, yeah. And that is the end of the fifth season of Thompson and stuff. Thank y'all so much for listening. Um, I got to go make YouTube videos now because I'm so behind and y'all are probably looking for me. And where's these damn YouTube videos? I'm, I'm making them. I'm, I'm coming. Jeez. I just got back from like, like sick leave or something. <laughs> but uh, thank y'all so much for listening and thank y'all for letting me uh, being your Apple podcast libraries, your Spotify libraries, your, uh, what is it called? Buckle or Brookle or something. Um, shout out to everybody. I've, I've have a, I have a lot of new states listening. Um, I just found out like Nebraska is listening. So shout out to you guys and other parts of Germany has been listening. I'm very excited about that. Um, but I gotta go. I got some Chinese food in the refrigerator too. It was slamming. Probably is going to be like slamming the second go bout. But uh, y'all can follow me on uh, Instagram, a dash Marie, son of Tom. You can follow the official Thompson and stuff uh, Instagram page. I put my shout out on there. Thank y'all for everything. I know like people are probably worried. Like I just had to put a message out. Hey, I'm still here. But um, thank y'all so much. You can follow me on TikTok, uh, Amanda Martinez one. And all that good stuff, I'll post it all in the uh, the description box. And follow me on YouTube, Amanda Marie Thompson. Uh, shameless book for it all. Uh, but thank y'all again, and I will talk to y'all later. Peace.